0: From high atop the Rocky Mountains, it's the Barbarian Prophet.
1: Welcome in there, my fellow listeners and the people I love to call my tribe. And uh, we have decided, uh, Jeremy Poole and Christy Eldridge are joining me today. And you guys are joining me for a little something we call...
0: It's time for 10
2: Minutes of Faith.
1: here on 10 minutes of faith what we end up doing is talking about things going on in the church that is current uh and i like to talk about all kinds of things here but you know as the barbarian nation which is what we're really called nowadays right jeremy correct and christy you were on board with that we've decided to become a nation of crazy uh christian barbarians living in the wild
2: i thought we already were she's yeah.
1: like when were we not yeah. yeah that's really kind of the deal right <laughs> So here's here's one of the things. Living in the wild actually as a Christian, it has a specific meaning uh, W-I-L-D. We intentionally love daily. Okay, So one thing, when we tell you that we want you to be here and live in the wild with us, we want you to understand that uh, Christ is always showing us love. So one thing that we did here recently, we didn't do it very good here in Wyoming because we got about 400 feet of snow and almost everybody was so covered up they couldn't come to church. But there was this little thing here last week called ash wednesday and you may have went to work or something and and people that go to liturgical churches the catholic church a lutheran church etc may have showed up to work or something and they had a little smudge on their head or they had a little black cross on their forehead and you're like oh my gosh they've all joined a cult (laughs)
0: that's
1: what i thought well you did join a cult though you did, but the rest of us didn't. Christy did, I was there. You were there. You I had one. You had one. You were you were there at six AM too. I, I was. just want to
0: kick that out there.
2: I thought it was five thirty, but you know, six, yeah. Whatever. Well
0: I didn't give them out till you six. You specifically told me you were not gonna be at that morning one.
2: When... Yeah, I did. But but, it but you were. And I needed a, a vehicle that day.
1: <laughs> okay, let's move on. Okay, so let me ask you this uh Christy what is Ash Wednesday all about?
2: Oh no, I'm not the expert, but I know it's 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 showing of of to the rest of the world it's definitely showing where um your faith and that you're willing to give something up um in that time period that you give it up for and um it just it reminds me of of the ash part reminds me of the dying to um, self a little bit.
1: Okay, how
0: about you, Paul? Uh, I'm. Kind You're of, new to this, and there, kind of, that's cool. Let, let's Christy talk about Christy on the it. same page as her. That's what I understand it kind of to be. Do the ashes? Because now you have changed your uh, pulpit garments to sackcloth. Yes, I have. So yeah, and I'm that's making that. an assumption here, but. It, is it tied into putting on sackcloth and ashes over one's head basically that is exactly what it is so okay.
1: what i'm doing is not normal in the in in this specific denomination but it it should be normal for all christians during this time now i'm going to readdress all of this if you guys are ready cuz this is all uh biblical and i'm not going to beat you up with a bunch of bible verses but i'm going to tell you is that even when we look in the book of Jonah, it says that when everybody realized that they were living in sin, when Jonah came and he said the the Lord's going to overturn the city in forty days, I believe is what it was, yeah. he said. Um, the The king heard, heard that one sentence, and he said, everybody cover yourself in sackcloth and ashes, because ashes remind us that we are sinners. And part of the reason when you come to church and we have taken anointing oil and we have mixed the palm ashes, these ashes are from last Easter. You remember last, uh, uh, you come in on Palm Sunday mm-hmm. and everybody's waving their little palms. I get all my little kids waving the palms, et cetera. We take and burn them.
0: I knew there had to be a significance to the ash, and I was going to ask you about yeah, that. Yeah,
1: because we all celebrate Jesus as Lord, and then we continue sinning.
0: <laughs>
1: True. Are, are you with me? Mm-hmm. So what ends up happening is they end up burning those, and then uh, I end up with this little bag of ashes, and I, I end up being covered in ash, right? But uh, what ends up happening is we, uh, we take that, and on Ash Wednesday... What we do is we uh, start looking at Jesus being uh, living in the um, uh, in the desert for forty days. Okay, so what ends up happening is we we mix these ashes because we're we're to cover our head with ash, and uh, we're to wear sackcloth. So one thing I do as a pastor is I put sackcloth on. Okay, and I don't wear I don't wear my white rope. and I wear a black rope. I don't have a white rope. Because I am showing, you notice I don't put anything extra on. I Mm. am like plain Janer, man. I'm just a monk, right? And the reason that I do that is not to make myself stand out more, but it is to remind the people that are coming to church that we are in a time of Lent. We are in a time of lamenting.
0: Is that where Lent comes from, lamenting?
1: It's not from your belly button. (laughs)
0: okay so good to know good
1: to know and you know anytime that i i generally lay uh you know uh something out like it's not from your belly button we hear no we we hear it the more you know (laughs) okay so here's the rest of the story is what happens is when we when we go through this period of time um we start off our, our Wednesday, we start with the ashes in a cross. Because ash ashes to remind us that we're a sinner. But the, it is in the shape of a cross because that reminds us that we have a Savior. Gotcha. And uh, the reason that uh, most, uh, a lot of churches are people, they go after work, etc. and get them and then they go home. I wanted them offered at 6 a.m. before you go to work. And offered over your lunch hour if you needed them touched up or if you just needed to do whatever. But the reason that I did that is because I want people to know a, I am a Christian, but b I'm also a sinner. But I have a Savior, and when it becomes a point up for people to talk to you, I specifically go into the public with ashes on my head, and you know when they look at you and they go. Uh, so, uh, you got something on your face. I always like brush my teeth and go, Oh, Oh, I do. <laughs> they're like, no, no on your forehead. I'm like, Oh, that's, it's cause it's Ash Wednesday. And what happens is when we do that, it's a constant reminder to us. So when you see somebody out there that has done this, it's a good time to discover two things about this person. One, they're openly showing you that they are a sinner. All right. They're also openly showing you that they are saved because it is through Christ that we are saved, and that's why we wear these things.
2: Why do only liturgical churches do that?
1: You know, that is a very good question. This is one of the things that we see constantly um, slipping away from some churches, that they see that as just a tradition, or they see that as, as something you do but you shouldn't have to do. But I tell you what, sometimes we throw so much away. We throw so much away. I mean, even the liturgical churches, they have a tendency, they throw so much away from the Jewish end of things that they kind of miss some stuff here. And what we have to do as a people is get back to what the church is supposed to look like. And it is not supposed to look like the one next door. It is supposed to look like the kingdom of God. And I'm not talking about we go down there and we're looking at um, uh, the book of Acts and going, we got to look exactly like that church because we're not going to look like it we need to look like the church of the book of revelation and the church a of book of revelation says they overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony so that means part of it is we have to hang ourselves out there does that make sense mm-hmm. it does all right well you know uh, a part of the beautiful thing that we get when we when we go through all of this is that we get to make a real point of uh, showing people uh, our faith because we should have a living faith, okay? It's not about preaching all the time, but it is about living that right life. And, uh, you know, Ash Wednesday, like I said, it's a Bible teaching, but I, I didn't go into a bunch of Bible verses. But I'm telling you, we we can tackle all of that. But cover your head in ashes. Learn how to fast. Uh, part of the reason that we have St. Patrick's Day is because it's halfway through this, and the old church used to have no meat during this process. You ate soups, and that was it. That's why at church we have the soup dinner, right? Right. And then uh, the other thing that would happen is halfway through it, you were they would relent two things. They would say, "Okay, now you can have a beer," and the other thing they would say is that you can have a um, uh, some meat. So that's where that corned beef and cabbage comes from. And, uh, of course here in America, what do we do? We make the rivers green and we drink too much and act like a bunch of idiots most of the time. But, uh, that's not really what that day's about. Oh, that's, that,
0: a, that's interesting. I think there's a lot of exactly what you just said. A lot of, um, tradition that is quite biblical, uh, has been discarded and, How many people, I didn't know that, that that's why, you know, we celebrate with corned beef and cabbage. Right. Until you told me that the other day, actually. Right. And most people, especially secular people who don't study these things, have no idea of that. Right. Right. Did so here, Christy.
2: No, I didn't. I didn't know that. I just knew that you ate cornbread right. and cake,
1: and that her right. husband wore a kilt drank, and danced beer. on a table. Yeah. yeah. Hey, back in my pagan days, that was the way to do it. But I tell you what, we're with Christ now. So here we have shared another ten minute Bible hour with you. Sorry, it's so short. Maybe we can tackle one of these subjects another day. So you know, I've decided this is how we're going to close this out from now on, because when we share something from the Bible, we want you to hear. more.